Welcome, people of the internet, lovers of TV, and citizens of the barony everywhere. We are the Plot Finders. We watched the premiere and finale of a TV show we haven't seen before and deduced what happened in between. I'm Tony Camarena, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Al Rodriguez. Hi, everyone. Today, we are uh, finding the plot for Season 2 of AMC's Into the Badlands. But first, Al, what have you been up to? Um... Okay, Tony, when, when we do this podcast, I always feel like I have to watch things more often mm -hmm. just so I have an answer to this question. Um, That's fair. And I, I've kind of run out. So um, so first of all, I guess really something that I haven't been saying, I think I've told you off mic mm -hmm. a handful of times, uh, I've been watching uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And so I'm, I think I have about four episodes left in the series. So I'm almost wow. done with that. And that is my go to bed TV show. So I okay. need, you know, like I, I lay down, I'm just kind of winding down. I'll play a game or two of chess on my phone. Lose, obviously, because it's mm -hmm. late at night. Um, so I'm, I'm debating what my next show should be. I'm thinking a half hour comedy kind of thing. So, uh, you know, I might actually end up doing Silicon Valley because uh, we, okay. we did that one recently. And uh, yeah. yeah, that that might be a, a good, you know, because it's, it's under an hour. So I'll get through uh, quicker in general. Um, but yeah, I'm... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you know, <clears throat> Deep Space Nine is by far my favorite Star Trek. Uh, I'm curious what you think about it as you're nearing the end. Uh, so I have not seen nearly as many Star Trek shows as you. Yeah. Uh, but I I do I do really enjoy it. Uh, one of the things I was just not prepared for is how many episodes end on such a sad note. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, all the characters came out alive. That's but about it. Cost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Such a horrible cost. Every two to three weeks, it just it ends on such a bad note. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it is so often, um, and I, it, it was. I, I mean, and I understand exactly why you say it's your favorite. Um, I don't want to choose a favorite because I haven't seen as many. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I see so many good qualities of that show mm -hmm. in this. Um, to be fair. I started the series like seven years ago yeah. and then I, I watched like the first couple of episodes and then I waited about a year and then I watched the first two seasons and then I waited about four years and then here I am finishing it. So, um, well, so I don't really remember. Oh, thank you. So I don't you really remember the difference between the start and the end. Yeah. I was going to say you watched it in real time. It took seven years for the show to come out and you just took seven years to watch it. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've my almost weekly Star Trek update. I have six episodes left of Voyager, and then I've seen everything that has come out. So, Ooh. yeah. Uh, for the record with Voyager, you know, I've complained that it doesn't really compel me. Don't know what happened in the seventh season, but it like had a huge jump in quality so far this season. I'm like, oh, really? Wow. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, why couldn't it be like this the whole time? So. I really do. I'm really enjoying it now. I don't want it to end, but I'm getting really close. <laughs> I, you know, I always wonder if it's one of those things where like the writers had a couple of ideas and then they were told, Hey, uh, this is definitely going to be your final season. So they said, okay, let's go all out. Yeah. Maybe that happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so does this mean that after you're done, you're going to watch the Orville? No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I might someday, but not until, you know, a couple years after it's over. Uh, ah, okay. Right. No, I'm also into the Better Call Saul Breaking Bad diverse. Um, ah. Don't know what they call that. Um, yeah, 
So I've got other stuff to watch. Or I could jump into my, like, I've been thinking about watching all of classic Doctor Who. Um, just because, you know, I went straight from hundreds of hours of Critical Role to hundreds of hours of um, of uh, Star Trek. So I need some other ridiculously long uh, franchise. Gotcha. And you've already seen all of uh, MCU stuff. So oh, yeah. uh, there goes that out the window. Okay. There, there's a lot of Simpsons episodes. There are. There. there are. I've seen a good chunk of them. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I've seen I've seen at least 30% of it. <laughs> probably <laughs> definitely the first 10 seasons and then little bits here and there okay all right well you know for 34 seasons like all right that's that's a pretty good chunk yeah um but that is not what i've been watching recently um i've started watching the uh ilm documentary on disney plus uh have you uh it's called just it's called light magic it's about like the history of ilm and you know, I grew up like really interested in how uh, movies are made and stuff like that. So I'm only three episodes in, but right now it's just the greatest hits of people I've heard and read about. Like, hey, that guy. Hey, that guy. Hey, that that movie. Like, it's it's really entertaining. Um, not sure oh, how cool. much like education I'm getting out of this documentary, but it's good. <laughs> okay, but at least you're getting some enjoyment, and that's the yes. important part. Yeah. yeah. Now, just so that way we're all on the same page, ILM is Industrial Light and Magic. Correct. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, started by George Lucas, just hiring people to make you know Star Wars possible, and then uh, after Star Wars hit big, it's just like them going off and doing all of Spielberg's movies, and then like expanding out and further and further out. Um, the opening had like clips from like Harry Potter and. Uh, like Terminator and stuff that's not even owned by Disney. So I'm like, okay, they're really getting the, the weeds of everything. So that's cool. But Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, I, I've, I was I was hoping you were going to mention some other things I'd heard of. Like, because, I mean, Star Wars, I, I think I've heard of it. But, I mean, those those movies are really old. So I don't, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I know as we go further in there, I'm not sure you heard these. There's like the Avengers movies. I mean, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of unknown uh characters that they throw together and what's like a big hit about 10 years ago so wait was this the movie with like they were like the two british spies oh um, no i i've only seen the first third of that movie al i don't know if it could be <laughs> i don't know how it ends and i saw just a clip so um okay yeah. All right, I think I think we should we should finish the inside jokes and uh, yes, we really. I was just really fine. thinking about that. Um, yeah. yeah, if if you, <laughs> we should watch the other two thirds of the British Adventures movie someday. Oh, I wa- I watched it too. I was half asleep on an airplane, so I don't remember much. Uh, the only thing I remember is a hot air balloon was involved with the ending. That's it. That's all I remember. Okay, I know exactly yeah. where we stopped. They're all dressed up as teddy bears. Hey guys, if you haven't seen the British Avengers movie from like what nineteen ninety-eight, it's real interesting. Yeah, and 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 just to be clear, it is an American made movie, but the characters are British. Based on a British TV show from like the sixties. Yeah, that too. Alright. Uh you ready to talk about Into the Badlands? Yes. Yes I am. Alright. Uh what do you know about Into the Badlands before you watch these two episodes? 
So before I watched this, I remembered I I remembered hearing people talk about the show and it was always mixed. And mm-hmm. that was it. All all I knew was like I don't think people liked the show. I think there were parts that people enjoyed and did not enjoy. And I think also when the series started, people were just very confused. And when I keep saying people, I'm probably only referencing like two people I follow on Twitter. And in my mind, I just extrapolated that to be like the entire fan base of the show. So that's it. That's all I know about it. Yeah. Or knew about it. Yeah. I remember seeing trailers for it back when I watched The Walking Dead, which is like one of the only things I watched live on AMC at the time or now. (laughs) Um so yeah, I was like, oh, really cool concepts, uh, martial arts, swords. This is like right up my alley. And I never watched it. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, I never even saw a, a trailer or a commercial for it because I never watched anything on AMC. Yeah. So it just like like I would see commercials or trailers for uh, The Walking Dead, but that's because mm-hmm. you know they spent the money to advertise on other channels. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, let's jump into it with my rundown of Season 2, Episode 1, Chapter 7, Tiger Pushes Mountain. We start six months later. Six months after what? We don't know. We see a group of chained men being marched through the desert to the Bordeaux mines. They are slaves, and they are about to... um, and the guards of the slaves are about to kill a sick man, but Sonny fights the guards off while still in the pillory, which I had to look up what it's called. It's a thing where you put your head and your arms in, like if you're in the stockades. Uh, so he, stu- he uh, defeats the guards while still in the pillory and almost escapes, but is subdued in the last second. The next day, Sonny dreams of his pregnant wife. He's woken up by Nick Frost, a.k.a. Badgie. They are chained together and put to work. After their shift, Badgie figures out that Sonny is a clipper, though I don't see his skill on a basketball court, so I don't understand how he knows. Suddenly, the overseer announces that there's a fight night. While watching the fight, Sonny asks Badgie to get him a map. He gets the map the next day. He tells Badgie he is going to get into a fighting pit to escape. Badgie then takes a ring from a woman and gives it to the overseer. He tells the overseer that Sonny is a clipper. The overseer takes Sunny into the rain. I think I, I think that was a typo. The overseer <laughs> takes Sunny somewhere, maybe <laughs> rain. I don't know. It literally says rain. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> MK. Got to double check your notes. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> MK, aka the Red Dagger from Miss Marvel, is being trained by Ava in martial arts. He asks when he'll see the master, and Ava tells him he'll see him when he's ready. That night, MK and another novice named Tate are woken up by distant screaming. They act like it's no big deal and talk about their powers. I'm still unsure what these powers are, but maybe we'll find out someday. MK sneaks out of the dorm and into the master's chamber. He finds his uh, friend's compass and meets the master, who is (gasps) shock a woman. He tries to leave, but he has to get past an origami crane, which cuts him and his eyes go black. The master subdues him and sends him back to bed. The next day, the master tells Ava that she will be taking over MK's training. 
we cut to a mansion where Ryder, the new Baron, is going through his childhood things. He doesn't like that his followers thinks he killed two other Barons. Jade, the Baroness, calms him down in a very Lady Macbeth sort of way. He is called to an oil refinery because the output is down 30%. Some assassins are lying in wait for him. They almost kill the Baroness Jade by uh, exploding a car with a crossbow, because that's possible. He escapes uh, with a guard. She escapes with a guard, but the assassin pursues. Uh, the assassin cuts through the guard with ease, and Jade recognizes her. She finally gets uh, um, to Jade and gives her a message that she, the assassin, has reclaimed her oil fields. Next, we see the assassin in the mansion. Apparently, she, she wasn't an assassin at all. Uh, she's with her mother named the Widow, and uh, uh, her name is Tilda. Uh, the Widow is also a baroness. They go to see uh, her subjects, and the Widow gives the men the freedom to choose their path. Some men leave immediately. Soon after, Tilda and some other women find them on the road, and they kill the man because they presumably sexually abused some women that she had saved. In a final scene, we cut to Sonny's wife, who just gave birth to a son with the help of a creepy guy. The end. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and you know he's creepy because of the music change. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Also, he's got a weird accent. I couldn't place it. <laughs> Not quite Irish, not quite Scottish, not quite English. I don't know where he's from. He's from the Barony <laughs> or the Badlands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, cool. So that was um, episode one, chapter seven. So I will give you a quick rundown of the finale, episode 10, chapter 17, Wolf's Breath, Dragonfire, which premiered May 21st of 2017. Sonny is about to do something really cool. He shaved packed a bunch of weapons, and unsheathed a motorcycle. While that goes on, Quinn preps for the assault. Lydia tries to convince the soldiers to turn against Quinn, but his men are willing to die for his vendetta, so Quinn orders Lydia killed. After digging her own grave, Lydia escapes with help from Sonny. Uh, after quietly arriving to save Lydia's life, Sonny rides his very loud motorcycle away to Quinn's not-so-abandoned mine. The music gets slow and ominous. A bunch of soldiers show up with lit-up crossbows. Quinn stands holding Sonny's baby boy, and Sonny draws his sword. After a short but cool fight scene between uh, things that happen, Quinn shoots an explosive that causes Sonny to be seemingly killed. No one checks the body, but it's cool because I'm sure Sonny is actually dead. The Widow has some personal stuff going on. Uh, she offers Waldo the opportunity to be a Baron. Uh, MK is there and doesn't have his uh, special powers gift anymore, but the Widow wants to give them back to him. Uh, Baji is there, and MK realizes Baji was only out for himself. The, mm -hmm. widow the Widow tells Baji to read a book to give MK his powers back. Later on in prison, Baji meets uh, Lydia, who, uh, you know, I think I wrote down the wrong name, Tilda? Tilda is the Widow's daughter. Yes, with in the, prison, Baji meets yes, Baji meets Tilda, who are both uh, freed by Odessa. Uh, Tilda wants to kill the widow, but she's too hurt, and Baji trained the widow, so he knows how good of a fighter she is. Their only hope is Sunny, since he's off on a suicide mission. What they need now is a new hope. Since they can't find one, they leave the prison. <laughs> Baji finds Sunny's not so dead body, presumably hours after he was knocked unconscious there. So they fight all of Quinn's men, killing them in the process. And finding, after finding Vale, Baji fights a sidekick and seemingly dies from a stab wound. 
Sonny and Vale confront Quinn, who sets off the explosions, killing everyone inside the compound. Sorry, nope, nope, typo, no one. The explosions kill no one in the compound, which means Sonny and Quinn finally fight. And this time, Sonny definitely 100% kills Quinn. While leaving, Quinn gets up and uh, Vale has to finally kill him, but she kills herself in the process. Also, Baji is still alive uh, because he's no longer in the chair. He died in earlier. And also, he stole Sonny's motorcycle for some unknown reason. He goes to an abandoned building and uses the book with the compass to figure out how to turn on a machine. It sends out some sort of Morse code signal or whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely have like log- logical problems with this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I was definitely entertained the whole time. <laughs> I don't know where I was. <laughs> I, I'm sure we'll talk more about the yeah. show um, right now, specifically. Um, but I, I think we should probably just start with the question that really throws yeah. us into this. I don't know if you have a good one to start with, or if you want, I can throw it out there. Uh, go ahead, then, if you got one. <laughs> All right, so this is the question I just kept asking. All of these characters that are, like, the badass fighters, mm-hmm. is it training or do they have some sort of power? Or is it like a mixture of both? What's going on? Why why are they able to do these cool fight things? Hmm. Well. Okay, so let's uh, let's see what we know about our the powers, right? Okay. Uh, his eyes go black. That's the end of the list. Okay. Um <laughs> Um, well, okay. Um, so, so here's here's part of the the question, right? Like, I I don't know how many characters do have powers, right? We do know that mm-hmm. this is a world with powers, right? Because MK we know has powers. Yes. Um, the master seemed to have some kind of powers, right? She mm-hmm. could throw a crane. Um, she <laughs> yeah. kicked MK's ass with a broom. Um, not even the stick part. I don't think it was like just the bristles part. Um. And then she like healed herself too. There was like she, I, I guess. Oh yeah. I think she broke her arm punching MK, and then she had to like heal herself with with magic powers. Okay. And those yes. are so so those are two characters who they like they specifically show us that they do have powers, but there are a lot of other characters who I don't know if they have actual. I don't know magic powers. I'm, I'm just going to say magic I, powers because yeah. I don't have a better word for it. Like, do do they? I or... don't think they do. I don't okay. think they do. And here's my evidence. They say that Badgy, um, Nick Frost's character, lost his powers probably mm-hmm. the same way MK did. But he is still kicking ass later in um, Quinn's mines facility hideout, whatever. So I don't. Okay, so... I think he is. He is trained. And maybe the powers heighten those abilities. So it's like, they're all Jackie Chan, but some of them can be Zhang Ziyi from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Also, I, I must have missed the line with Baji used to have powers. Yeah, uh, Badgie, that Badgie, was Badgie, in. Badgie. I thought it was Baji, like, because that's how he says it. Um, okay. But anyway, uh, he says that he used to have powers um, when he's talking to the widow in the finale. Mm, okay, I missed that part. Or okay. either he said that, or she says you you lost your powers too, like him, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. So, so she wants him 
to get MK his powers back, even though he lost his own powers and was never able to get them back. Well, yes, but for some reason, Badgie can translate the book and no one else can. Okay, what, all right, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, why not? Yep. I'll take yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she's proven right in a sense. I mean, he does eventually do something at the mm-hmm. end of the episode that yeah. involved reading the book. So, okay, fine. All right. Um, let's talk about something probably with a more concrete answer with this season. Okay. How did Sonny and Badgie escape? And why did they escape together when Badgie obviously betrayed Sonny? (laughs) That is a good question. So... Oh, wait. Hold on now. Mm -hmm. About the previous thing. Canon. All right. Now we can continue. (laughs) Okay. Good. Good. Um, Okay. So... All right. So how... how, Basically, how were they friends, in a sense, Mm -hmm. uh, even though Badgie... It's like screwed him over. So I'm thinking Badgie. First of all, Badgie didn't actually know that Sonny could really fight, right? Like, I mean, he he knew he's a clipper, so that's mm-hmm. at least something. But even a clipper, like that doesn't guarantee you can kill, you can beat the friggin' monster guy that no. they have to fight to I leave, mean, right? The only thing it guarantees is you're currently better than the Lakers. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that is anyway. that right now because i i never know i mean i knew that was true for a couple years i i honestly don't know either <laughs> all right i mean lebron is on the lakers now so that's at, that's why i'm not sure as a sacramento kings fan everyone's better than us so <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> anyway uh so so i okay so here's what i'm i'm thinking mm-hmm. badgie didn't really want to do that like he didn't want to turn in Sonny um the only reason he turned Sonny in was because Sonny said he was going to get himself out and and Baji just thought well okay that's that plan sucks because it doesn't get me out of this yeah so now he had to find his own thing that would involve getting the both of them out and so this was like step one of the plan essentially screw over Sonny and then and then find a way to to meet with him in the prison i i honestly also have absolutely no idea what the um i, I don't know what to call the guy the, the leader the the slave master guy yeah, um who's in foreman. charge yeah the foreman. overseer yeah, there we go the, the subtitles yeah. call him the overseer <laughs> ah okay all right the overseer um i have no idea what he was planning to do with with sunny either right like because that I mean, would affect things. Mm-hmm. My bet is that he would. I mean, I don't know what the slave situation in the wider world of, outside the mines are, but mm-hmm. I bet some baronies uh, use slaves, and he would be a pretty valuable slave because he's well trained. So probably selling him to some barony. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he does know how good of a fighter Sonny is, right? Because he killed like six people mm-hmm. just trying to escape it didn't work out for him but you know he, he he put up a good fight against an entire room full of people yeah with both arms in the pillory mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so so, mm-hmm. so they escaped by 
they were both put in the fighting pits and then they kicked everyone's ass in the entire mine and just walked out. <laughs> okay. Or right, hold hold on. <laughs> Why was Badgie thrown into the pit? Because <clears throat> he got he was upset, he got mad and disrespectful that he only got 24 hours off for finding that ring. Ooh. Okay. Um I'm I'm going to I'm going to one up that a little. Okay. Okay. I think I think the foreman realized that Badgie knew Sonny was a clipper and didn't tell him until uh until it suited Badgie basically. Okay. So like, hey, now that Badgie can use that to his advantage, now he'll tell the foreman. And when the foreman realized that, he was like, "Well, nope, nope. Uh I mean, it's good that you told me, but I still have to punish you for not telling me this information sooner. So now you're going to go into the fighting pit with him. Yeah. And then there was a cool move in the fighting pit because they're probably still chained together. Right. Because that's something. Oh, they of course. Yeah. Um, they uh, were Badgie got Sonny and like grabbed the chain that's on their legs and spun around while Sonny was punching multiple people. Kind of like a fastball special without the throwing part. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right yeah, tony did you ever see the movie um uh, one or the one it, it the was one a jet lee movie jet lee yep. yeah yep yeah long so time I, ago <laughs> i don't remember much of the of the movie but i remember like the final scene but sorry everyone spoilers for the one <laughs> a like 20 year old movie that was not that great um he ends up in you know some sort of interdimensional prison and he just starts fighting everyone <laughs> that's there. And like, yeah. they all just start jumping at him and he like kicks them or punch them. And they all go like 20 feet fl- uh, away or something. It was and very I'm just imagining... much like the burly bl- brawl in Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he's fighting all of those um, agents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so basically that that and that's what I'm imagining here. Except you know you have two guys in the center and all of mm-hmm. these other guys are jumping in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of similarities in this show, especially this first episode, as two pieces of media that I've consumed recently. Uh, mm-hmm. One is Star Trek Prodigy, the kids show, um, where they're all the kids are slaves on a mining planet. And to go in the mines, they have to be chained together. And our main character is a skinny guy who gets chained to a giant rock person who turns out to be, <laughs> like, ends up being best friends with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then um, I'm reading a book right now uh, called A Way of Kings. It's an epic fantasy. And I'm only, I say this because it's an epic fantasy book. I'm only 250 pages into this 1,200-page book. So, um, but... The one of the main characters is a slave and he's being brought um, like he's a super warrior who lost and is now enslaved and is making like quirky friends and stuff. Uh, and I assume, presume he's going to prove himself and escape eventually. But, but I was like, this is just exactly like Prodigy and the Wave Kings. <laughs> yeah, OK, I mean. It's tropey. If if your main yeah it, yeah exactly yeah if your main character is one of the uh, people enslaved and you know chained into some sort of labor camp, mm-hmm. then um yeah eventually they'll make it out. 
God, I'd hope. Yeah. Otherwise, that's just a super depressing book. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's the first book in out of four that have come out that's going to be a ten book series, and there are other characters a la Game of Thrones. So, oh, so then may- maybe he gets out in book three. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he gets out in book three. Maybe he's enslaved to one of the other characters. I have no idea. Uh, no spoilers for Way of Kings, because I'm not that far into it. <laughs> yeah, a measly 250 pages. <laughs> uh, when I finish it, it will be the longest book I have ever read. And then I'll read oh. the next one that's longer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It will not have that title for very long. Nope. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what's your next question? Um, okay, oh, so Tony... I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so this one isn't really a question, but I, I feel like we should answer this question or or we should we should expand our what we know of of the show. Right. So the show okay. titled Into the Badlands, mm-hmm. uh, we know one of the first lines of the season premiere that we watched. Uh, we have Sonny's voice talking about uh, he can't wait to get back into the Badlands. So seemingly mm-hmm. he's out of them. Tony, in your own words, describe what are the Badlands? Um, the Badlands. I mean, I guess they're worse <laughs> than these mines. <laughs> worse or better? I don't. I mean, they're I bad. Yeah, well, they would call these well, mines the Badlands if they were. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, and I guess. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, okay, right. this is supposed to be a post-apocalyptic world, so I guess mm-hmm. you would name it in a bad thing in comparison to what happened before. So there's that. Yeah. So. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So here I'll, I'll go with what I think based off of what we've seen. Um, so we know that. Okay. I got the, continue yours. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we we know there are a lot of territories or a handful of territories, right? The, the leader of the territory is the Baron. Um, Mm -hmm. and they, they actually have, um, from what I could tell, what I wrote down is it it sounds like they have four different jobs and, and that's it. You have a cog, a clipper, a doll, and, and then the Baron. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's something else. I don't know, but when someone on screen was talking about it, they, they listed those four. Okay. So I'm I'm thinking it's that the different territories are the badlands because it sucks to live there so much. Yep. Um now I don't know what this other area is that we first see Sunny in this. <laughs> um I mean the extra badlands or the the outer the outer lands maybe like the like yeah, it sucks to live in the city, but it's way worse to live where there's no uh like no sense of organization yeah infrastructure there you go yeah and it's just kind of a killer be killed world is what it seems like so you're saying the worst possible or the best possible place in this world are the badlands because bad is as good as it gets yes however okay it does seem like where mk is and doing that training Mm -hmm. with you know the master and those other people that 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 land doesn't seem too bad um, no. I mean, he's woken up by a woman screaming in the middle of the night. That's that's probably yeah. bad. Uh, we we never find out what happens there. Um, but I don't I don't know if that's part of the Badlands or is that like that's just they're north ne- or something. <laughs> they're yeah. next door to the Badlands. <laughs> yeah, they're in the OK lands. The not so Badlands. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that when I had my idea, that's that's pretty much what I was thinking. It's like maybe the barons <laughs> don't call them the Badlands, but literally everyone else does. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, because you don't want to call your area bad. Like, yeah. No, it's it's good here. It's better than yeah. everywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which it does seem like the widow, at least what she, her rhetoric is saying, is that she wants to make it better than everyone else. Like, you know no slay or like maybe not slaves but it seems like a caste system no caste system you can choose whether you want to fight and stuff tilda has other opinions but yeah 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 that's true Mm -hmm. but uh yeah you know at a minimum it seems like a step in the right direction yes all right well canon (laughs) all right so this is a kind of a kind of a long one the room where Sunny's wife was being held it seemed to be like some type of barber shop, but also where she presumably gave birth and had been locked up since, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um when Badgie and Quinn and Sunny came in and fought or it wasn't Quinn, it was like a henchman, came in and fought, they broke those windows very, very easily. There are a lot of stuff in there. Make it very easy for her to break out. What mm-hmm. possibly nefarious reason did she have for not leaving? Oh, um, doesn't have to be possibly... nefarious, but oh, all right. I assume it is. I mm, that's a good question. I mean, my 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 thoughts are like it feels obvious that she wouldn't want to leave her kid behind, and maybe like maybe even before she gave birth. She just, ah, oh, man, that, uh, yeah, that's a good question because, you know, part of this, I think, I feel like part of the answer is how did she end up there and Sonny ended up not there, right? Like what separated them? Um, yeah. Was she, was she taken against her will? Did she choose to go somewhere to, I don't know, spare Sonny's life or something? And maybe to a mm-hmm. degree, her staying there was like, a guaranteed amount of safety like it protected her and her child uh sort of thing um and that's the closest nefarious reason i could think of maybe that there was if she didn't try to escape that was a guaranteed set of protection yeah i mean my thoughts were like just thinking nefariously we have no evidence that she's uh evil or mean but Mm -hmm. i'm assuming she is uh okay okay Maybe she, like, she has some terminal illness or something. She's keeping it quiet, but she wants a way to kill herself in front of Sonny. Like, right when he has hope. Because I feel like there were other ways to kill Quinn. She did not need a stab through her own neck. (laughs) So, so she she played the long con, is really Uh what you're getting at. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Either, either uh, she knew that their son would be raised by the psychopath. Or she'll kill herself in front of him right when the uh, Sunny thinks they're in a good spot. Okay, all right. Uh, that feels a little dark for me, so I'm not gonna okay. gonna uh, sign on. But if you want right. to call it canon, feel free. I don't know. I think we both got to sign on for me to call it canon. So apocryphal, which is the opposite <laughs> of canon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh. All right. Um, let's let's see. I've, I've got. I think I've got one last good question. That, that okay. I think we should. Then we can get the crap. One last good plot. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. 
why does Quinn want Sonny and Vale's baby? All right. Uh, not joking about her being nefarious. No, okay. <laughs> I think they all... I think this is the person he had been pining for. He used to be a baron before uh, Ryder presumably killed him. Um, <laughs> and I bet it was like... She was a cog or a doll in his barony, and he had his eye on her. And uh, Sonny, as a clipper, had the scale skills to like whisk her away to another not-so-bad land. Or maybe a worse land. We don't know. But <laughs> mm -hmm. this is the, the one thing as a baron Quinn could not get was this woman. So, you know, raising the son as his own, uh, making sure that... Uh, Sonny can't get to her probably like princess is another castle type thing throughout the season. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like his vengeance on Sonny for taking her away and making sure she cannot escape. Okay. That, that, I mean, that's pretty much right along the lines of what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, we, we know that, yeah, Sonny worked for Quinn. Um, and I, I don't know how much, I, I think Sonny said he trained Quinn. Sorry, the opposite. I think Quinn said he trained uh, Sonny. Yes, he did. So, okay, all right. So, uh, like, it kind of feels like that's a little personal. Like, maybe, hmm. maybe also when Sonny and also Vale, by extension, um, betrayed Quinn, Quinn took that way too personally. And so now he, you know, part of the revenge against them is taking the child. But I like yeah. the other stuff that you said too. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, marking that one. Cannon, not apocryphal. Who? <laughs> I need to make a cannon sound effect and an apocryphal sound effect. That's not my voice. All right. Um, let's get away from Sunny and a Quinn, everyone. Why did the widow, uh, end up locking up Tilda? Huh, that is a good question. So, I was one. So I had that written down mm -hmm. uh, as one of my questions. Um, I had it written down with the wrong name. I had Lydia. I, I guess okay. I just kept mixing up the two their names. But Tilda, Tilda, the the daughter. Mm -hmm. Um. So let's see. I mean, Tilda could have been killed. So there, there's definitely some sort of like betrayal that happened there. Yeah. Um. Huh. So I'm trying to think. I'm wondering if maybe she tried to help MK escape. You know, I'm going to go with that because okay. you know, that's exactly a thing that her mom wants. She, I, We don't know why, but she wants MK to have his powers so that she can use them for something, I guess. Don't know how. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's that. MK wanted to escape. She tried to help him escape and she got caught in the process. And, and that was it. Simple, right. simple as that. That's better than I was thinking, because my thoughts were, you know, how she killed uh, those guys who are the widow let free, um, who were mm -hmm. uh, abusing the dolls. Uh -huh. I wonder if Tilda made it a habit of 
killing a lot of people who um mom set free and mm. uh she just found out about that but i like yours idea better because from a season-long perspective it doesn't make sense for her just to be killing every person who leaves <laughs> and to just be caught yeah. right before the finale <laughs> yeah exactly i mean also I, I mean i don't know how much her mom really cares as long as the other people here like oh yeah you're free to leave cool uh, but if the other people hear that you die, well, I guess that that would be bad too. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, they chopped these guys up and do a bunch of different pieces. They didn't bury all the evidence. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But no, someone I like, will find that. Yeah, I like yours better though because it's like shows the widow's hypocrisy, where she's like, um, "I like you when you're killing, doing my bidding, but if you do something." just a little bit out of line or like believe there's another path to a better world then you're on my shit list mm-hmm. yeah. yeah all right let's see do i have any more questions <laughs> uh yeah last one okay uh sure. in the premiere we find out that they think Ryder killed quinn and another baron oh yes how did everyone find out Quinn was alive and did something terrible happen to Ryder because of that? <laughs> oh, that is a good question. Um, hmm. was because Ryder I, in the finale? Uh, he was not according to okay. the IMDb page. Um, he is credited, uh, credit only. Okay. Uh, same with his wife, Jade. The two of them were credited. Yeah. yeah. So, hmm. And that's, yeah, I mean, if, if he was there only as a credit, then, yeah, maybe his territory is being taken or was taken. Else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Could be swallowed up by the widow. Yeah. Um, hmm. So did Quinn, like, reveal himself in, like, a spectacular way? Or was it leaked because he wanted to keep it quiet because he knew something was out there? Well, so here's part of the question. Like, I don't know if people do know Quinn is around, right? Because when he's around, he's just in that bunker. Like, we, mm-hmm. in these two episodes that we watched, we only see him in that bunker, and that's it. So I okay, don't so know if he was even revealed to everyone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Sonny found out, but he's, like, probably no spies and stuff. I don't know what a clipper is, but I assume he's, like, a combination. <laughs> he's... He's like Batman, <laughs> I'm assuming. He's just like, he knows the spies, he knows the underworld, though he's above it all. Yeah, probably something to that effect. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I mean, he he figured it out. Um, I don't know if he already knew that um, his wife Vale was taken by Quinn, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, that could have, I'm sure that was an entire other storyline that probably he found out, like, the penultimate episode of the season because you know that's when he showers and, and unsheathes his motorcycle and everything yeah, that's true. so yeah personal question mm-hmm. what do you think of sunny's blade with the rings on it eh. i find it really impractical yeah it's so easy for that to just get caught on something um, yeah so uh, eh, yeah okay and i get bugged i mean if you 
Um, I would understand it also could be like a psychological thing if they want like, because, you know, you hear those rings shaking when you move the sword. So that's true. I, yeah, that could be like, there could be a reason for that. Mm-hmm. You're probably right, dude. Uh, Quinn is not revealed. And now that Quinn's dead, no one's going to know anyway. Yeah, exactly. They all think he died before. Although, I mean, this does bring the question, what happened with uh, the, that other Baron, Ryder, and Jade? I mean, he probably had some... Uh, he probably got taken over by the Widow, or or his wife backstabbed him, because I got, like, mm-hmm. real big... First of all, I don't think they're very fair to women in this show. <laughs> uh, just seeing mm-hmm. that Vale is a damsel in distress, and all the other villains are... Or all the other women are uh villains except for the master who is like oh my gosh a woman so it's just like it's very stereotypical yeah i mean also we don't know what happens with her uh with the master too right yeah um she's probably evil. mk leaves she probably took yes she probably took his powers that i mean that could be it that's entirely possible yeah yeah All right. Well, no one knows Quinn's alive, and now he's not. Canon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Do you think you'll watch this show? No. Okay. No. Um, no. Okay. So it was it, it was a weird show. Uh, it's definitely the kind of show that if I watched it, I would have to start with the first episode. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet the first handful are tough to get through. Um. The other issue that I had, the, and and honestly, the the bigger issue to me is just, it's it's a show from a specific era when so many things coming out were post apocalyptic, and I just mm-hmm. don't care for that. Um, I didn't care for it too much back then, and I care for it way less now. And and that's really what it is. Um, it just it had that feeling of like it's post apocalyptic just for the hell of it. I I feel like. Like someone, whoever created this or wrote it, um, like it didn't have to be post-apocalyptic. They just wanted it to be that, and and then then you kind of still build everything around it. But it's yeah, so that's it. It's a no. For yeah. Me. If if you asked me this question yesterday afternoon, right after I watched this, I was like, hell yeah, the martial arts awesome, and like. <laughs> That then, as more I think about it, I was like, okay, that was all that was cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I'm a yeah, I'm a big sword guy, and even the sword with the rings, as I <laughs> kept thinking about, it, I was like, all right, that's not as good as I thought it was. And then as I go on, like looking back on it, I was like this show wasn't as good as I initially thought. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, I'm probably mm-hmm. not going to watch this. <laughs> All right. So something I forgot to mention, like mm-hmm. as as I was watching this, um, every so often I kept thinking, like, man, that was a really cool fight scene. But that was so I thought that so few times compared to how much I thought that was a really stupid fight scene <laughs> or fight move choreographed, right? Like, which is why I had the question about the powers. Like every so mm-hmm. often they do something where I think, do, do they have some kind of powers? Is that is that just how they explain that they can do some of these things and like they're doing it faster than anyone else? Cause like, come on, these yeah. people have uh, crossbows. They could do something No, Okay, fine. 
Uh, I actually, I, I didn't mind the heightened stuff. This is a type of martial arts I wish we saw in Iron Fist, honestly. It's just like, oh, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, a touch of powers, but it's like not, and actually decently choreographed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, less than Shang-Chi, but more than we actually got in Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, ladies, gentlemen, uh, cogs, apparently, um, Letting you know that this is our season finale. Uh, we will be back in the first mon- on the first Monday in January of 2023. Because on our other podcast, MC Rewind, we are going back to Agents of the Shield and a bit of Black Panther and then like holiday and Halloween specials. There's a lot of stuff happening over there. So um yeah. Check us out on uh at on Twitter at the Plot Finders or on our other podcast, uh, MC Rewind. Um, give us a five star review and uh, please tell us what other shows you want us to um, to watch in season three. Uh, give us your obscure stuff. As long as it's on streaming, we'll find it. I'm I'm excited to watch. Oh, I think we should watch Quantum Leap. <laughs> Have you ever watched Quantum Leap? Oh. Uh, I have not. I know the basics, and I know it's being rebooted. So, sure, I'm in. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then give us other ideas. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll try to, like, push things on Twitter uh, to, like, get more feedback. And honestly, we we really should use Twitter more often, I think, for this this account. So, yeah, okay. All right. Um, So, yeah, see you guys in, like, two and a half months. Da 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 da! Plot fighters.